everyone, and welcome to episode 240, or 240, whatever you want to call it, of the Pixels Inc. podcast brought to you by Comics Gaming Magazine. I am your host, Cody Orm, as always, and joining us today is our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello. How are you doing, Brendan? I'm okay. Tired, yeah. but okay. Tired? Yeah. yeah, it's been one of those days. Yeah, it's I'm, been I'm a long day. Too. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, not feeling it today. Yeah, I'm ready to sleep. Yeah. For sure. I can sleep at like 6 in the afternoon, right? That's normal. That's, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'm old. Mm-hmm. You, you make a sandwich, have a nap, drink a beer. Blame it I on sound like the dude. worst human being right now. Blame it you on. just sound like the oldest human yeah. being. Just blame it on daylight savings. I mean, that sounds great to me. I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about. Can I yell at people on my lawn? Yes. That's, okay. That's Can we just bring sandwiches and beer tomorrow? Because that would be a really great day. I'm down. Only if there's can we do that? I can yell at people. Yes. And if you guys can tell, we have a, we have a special guest. Oh! The Lisa Awesome. Yay! <laughs> Very loud, Lisa Awesome. Sorry, what have you quiet. been up to, Lisa? Um, You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of awesome. Being my awesome self. You just came back from PAX. I did just come back from PAX. Woo. That was, that was some good times. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I should probably apologize for the last episode being a little quiet. Maybe really quiet. Uh, Brendan wasn't here because he was at PAX as well. And I was in charge of the control station and I was also in charge of um, editing the podcast and in doing so I was using really high-end headphones <laughs> and everything came out a lot louder on my end than mm-hmm. when it was actually uploaded um, you can still listen to it it's mm-hmm. just kind of quiet well on the quiet turn it up a little higher yeah right? yeah um, I'll bet that I, ad blasts the old eardrum. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a bit of a shock. <laughs> and also, Phil is here with us. That's me. That Phil Brown. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share a little bit of a story before we go into the news, uh, because we're talking about it off air, and I thought it would make a make a good story. Uh, I guess it sort of ties into the fact that uh, you saw Terminator Two: Train Spotting. I did. <laughs> I did. So those are the same movie, right? Yeah. Well, no. The the the, I've heard them explain the reason they called it that is they were having a hard time deciding what to call it because the studio insisted that they have transponding in the title and they didn't want to call transponding two. Okay. So (laughs) that made it really tricky, and they eventually decided they to call it T two because they thought the characters, even though they'd be fans of James Cameron, would find it hilarious to just call it T two to to blatantly confuse people and upset James Cameron. (laughs) I mean, why not? So I kind of like that. I kind of love that. Yeah. Kind of so like you have to have this. Title. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid name. It's a really stupid. It's name. really stupid, but it kind of works, I guess. To be fair, if, you, if the stoners in that movie wanted to do things, I can imagine them doing something that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, you compared in your review. We'll get into it, obviously. Yeah. You yeah, compared it a little bit to The Godfather Part Two. A little bit, yes. Um, Is it going to be a Part Three with randomly in Italy for no reason? Mm, we'll see. Oh. God, I hope not. And then like, Ewan McGregor asked for too much money, so. Mm. They can't bring him back, and they replace him with a weird incest angle instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. I secretly want that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, I it was. I we were talking about it off air, and I thought it just made for a good story. The first uh, time I tried to watch The Godfather, it was after I played the video game. And you I thought, wow, they, mm. that game is really bad now. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with this game. I mean, yeah, it didn't, but I, I liked it still, and I go yeah. back and played every once in a while. But um. I thought I didn't realize how long the movies were, mm-hmm. so yeah. I went out as soon as I beat the game. Mm-hmm. I went out and picked up all three movies. Went to mm-hmm. Future Shop when that was a thing, and mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, Godfather one, two, and three on DVD." Mm-hmm. And uh, this is gonna be my afternoon. Mm-hmm. I got through one and a half, 
Mm-hmm. And I think I was out of breath a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved them, mm-hmm. and I've gone back and watched like all of them. Mm-hmm. Number three, I don't. That's love. fair. No, the first two, I no, love, you shouldn't. It's bad. Yeah, it's not objectively good. bad. It's, it's no, it's it's yeah, it's objectively bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Um, yeah. but yeah, Sofia Coppola cannot act. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, like, I thought she was the best part of the movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, her stilted acting. Yeah. It was really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got some okay stuff in it. The problem is just that it's you can't help but compare it to two of the greatest yeah. movies yeah. ever made. I mean, so if it was just like extra hey, horrible. mobster movie number seven, I'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I fun. saw it. Totally. I saw what they were trying to do because the I whole don't. idea was they wanted to have Michael finally like pay for his sins. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yeah, he was suffering oh, yeah. in that movie. He was not. He wasn't holding up. Yeah. Um, but the whole movie was just a mess because it was rushed and mm-hmm. and they kind of covered all that in uh the ending of part two yeah yeah, yeah. it just yeah. felt like a three-hour extension of like one shot <laughs> it kind of covered it all silently <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was um that was a movie that was a rough mm-hmm. movie to sit yeah. through yeah it was especially when you like go in blind like 14 year old me yeah and it was like okay so i just saw two of the greatest movies ever made yeah what's gonna be in store for number three mm. That abortion came out the same yeah. year as Goodfellas too. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. See, those are the two movies you have to watch yeah. back to back. You can't watch three back to back with one and two. Yeah, yeah. Can I still think Goodfellas is better than Godfather. Oh, 3. it is. Uh, than three? Oh my yeah. god, yeah. yeah. But yeah. My lot many are we talking yeah. about Godfather Part One, Two, or Three? Or three. Three. Part Three. Okay. Yeah. The good one and two are better yeah. than Goodfellas. It's hundred okay. percent okay. better. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's just easier to watch afterwards. For a second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Than it is after watching the first two. No, and I think yeah. it was a huge year for gangster movies. It was, yeah, Godfather Three, Goodfellas, and Miller's Crossing, the oh, Coen Brothers yeah, yeah, one, yeah. and State of Grace. I don't know if you guys have ever oh, seen that one. It's that hasn't fantastic. been a good, good gangster flick in a long time. Yeah. Black Mass wasn't awful. That was like. A year and a half ago now? A year. A long yeah. I didn't love me. it, but it wasn't awful. Yeah. Yeah, there's not as many as there used to be. I mean, uh, The Departed wasn't that long ago. That was like that a was decade a at this while point. Back. Yeah, yeah that was like 2005. They yeah. don't look much older. Yeah, yeah. Also, is Jack Nicholson Irish? Nope. nope. No. Okay. Very much so. Jack Nicholson is one of my not. favorite people because he hangs out at LA Lakers games in his tracksuits and yells at the referees. That's right. <laughs> that is what he does, and that is the best thing. Mm-hmm. What would you do mm-hmm. if you're like in your 80s and you just don't care? Oh, anymore? I would do exactly yeah. that. I heard an ama- <laughs> I, yeah, I heard an amazing story where when Louis C.K. did his uh, the show that he released on his website yeah. last year, he had written a part for Jack Nicholson, and he got he sent Jack Nicholson the script and got him on the phone and said Jack Nicholson called him up and said, Lily, I love it, but I'm retired. And he says, is there anything I can do to talk you out of that? And he said, let me tell you what my day was like yesterday. <laughs> I went out to, the, my, to a tree in my backyard with a book. And when I was done reading it, I went in and went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Louis was like, I can't argue with that. That sounds, that sounds pretty great. <laughs> that's the that's life fair. I want to live. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just walked outside, mm-hmm. walked back in, done. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he cares it. anymore. No, definitely not. Uh, anyway, I got some game news. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it involve Jack Nicholson? It's a good segue, part? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, oh. actually, there. Uh, I can't even try to tie this in with Jack Nicholson at all. But yeah, um, yeah so the first bit of news, uh, Sega showed off some Sonic Mania stuff. So they showed off a new... Sure. Uh, Stage, not level. It was stage, so we'll act level one, sure. act two, Green Hill Zone, act two, um, and it was pretty cool. They showed off it pretty much. The first few screens were straight out of 
Green Hill Zone Act 2 from the original Sonic the Hedgehog, and then just like in the first act that they showed, uh, things change really quickly. And um, obviously the level design changes, but the cool thing is, uh, because they've integrated those um, some of the power-ups that were introduced in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, Sure. Uh, they actually interact with the level. Huh. Which uh, So the one that they showed off was there's a flame shield and you know the fire shield that he has uh and he walked over a wooden log which then burnt and he fell down into a different part of the level that you could only unlock by using that shield in that part oh. so that's kind of cool i like that that makes me happy and then they also showed off a new uh enemy but that's besides the point new news uh horizon zero dawn it did pretty well yeah 2.5 million 2.8 million units oh, that wow. sell through um then that includes digital and retail uh, that is the best launch. Uh, that's two weeks, by the way. That, those yeah. are the two, first two weeks. Uh, that's the best launch uh, from first-party IP on the PS4. And it is the best launch from Guerrilla Games huh. in their entire history. And, and Yeah, that's the studio that made Killzone. Like, they're, they're not... They're, they're not making, like, chump games. Like, they've, they've moved units before. Um, Killzone was considered the, the Halo killer on the PS2. Before that was and that and then they considered an incredibly stupid statement to yeah, make. Yeah, and they played it like this isn't a Halo killer. Yeah, no, this is another game. Yeah, this is actually not a very even good game. I was thinking about it today when I was writing up that story. Killzone is the most video game name. Yeah. Aside from the Xbox, <laughs> like it's pretty extreme. It's Killzone. You kill things. Those guys look like Nazis. Kill them. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Sometimes we don't realize, like, we don't sit back and realize how ridiculous I'm gonna this industry is. I'm going to throw it up there. I, I'm sure we've all realized that this, this, a lot of these games have really stupid names. Yeah, or, like, even, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, that's not a stupid name. But, I mean, you're in a po- post-apocalyptic future where you play as a Viking girl who shoots robot dinosaurs. Yeah, it sounds normal to me. <laughs> I don't know what talking about. Well, that's what I do in my daily days. It's another day you? in the life. I'm surprised it did so well, though. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it wouldn't have. But Cody it's doesn't just, think pretty things are awesome. That's oh what my god! Saying. No, it's just more of the fact that just it didn't. I didn't think that something not, not called The Last of Us Two would have broken those records. Eh, it got a lot of hype. I guess it's just the fact that it's a new IP. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest, No Man's Sky did really well when it first launched too. Uh, it just then people got angry and threw it at people and. Yeah, apparently that doesn't suck anymore, though. Apparently they added base building and weird moon landers. And it doesn't change the fact that the game is essentially the same thing everywhere you go. Yeah, but you have weird little bases everywhere you go. Well, yeah, neat, that's, no. Oh. I don't care what anyone says. That game's boring. Anyone who wants to argue with me can email me at CodyOrm at CGMagOnline.com and I will personally respond to Every you. Every email? Yes. To everyone. Every single one within reason. What if you get thousands? Okay, so here's what we'll do. If you want to email me about that statement, email me at Cody Orm at cgmagonline.com. I'll just say email Cody Orm at cgmagonline. Email Cody Orm at cgmagonline.com. That's C-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E at cgmagonline.com. That's the website that we have. And everyone that responds, or everyone that emails me from, so this is going up Friday. Yeah. So anyone who emails me over the weekend, so Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yep, I will respond to you. 
After that point? That's After that well. point, that's my cutoff. Okay. That's an ambitious statement. Yeah. The so, internet is a bad me. place, Cody. It's a bad place. I'm not saying how long my responses are going to be, but I will respond. I feel that <laughs> this is this is only going to end in tears. We'll see. Only tears, Cody. It's boring. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm going I'm to post this podcast in the No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I call this episode No Man Cody and see what happens. <laughs> Make a new account and just be like, don't 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 even act like you're you. Just, Who does this guy think he is? <laughs> As an avid is. player of No Man's Sky, I am offended. That the base building and those capital ships, I think, are kind of cool. I will say the vehicles look cool. Yeah. That doesn't change the fact that Don't you love mining the same the mineral core over of over the over? game is boring. It's kind of like Minecraft. Hey, man, dumb. that's the part I like the best. Uh, There's no variety. That's the problem. You're just digging There's, a hole deeper. When, when I post this same. in the No Man's Sky subreddit, it's going to go <laughs> go viral and whatever. I, I, I'd actually think that'd be hilarious if it did. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to move that. Yeah, you're, you're just really setting me up to fail. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Last bit of news I have. Uh, did anyone hear about Capcom and the Disney... Uh, after Disney afternoon. Collection. What? Yeah, did you hear that about this? I did. Fun, yeah. I actually did. I'm pretty excited. So this is this Tales comes with a bad game. Uh, objectively or subjectively? Eh, objectively. Because I remember liking it. You're wrong. Because it lets you shoot backwards, right? Yeah, that sounds right. And I'm the fine. only other game that let you do that was um, the, the Sega one. What's it called? I don't know. I haven't played Tailspin since I was like 10. Crap, what so. was it called? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the games that are on it are uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That's good. One that's, and two. That's a legitimately good game. Uh, Darkwing Duck. Eh, it's okay. I'm in it for that game. When there's trouble, you call DW. Mm-hmm. Um, DuckTales Duck 1 and 2. And Tailspin. Yeah, which Tailspin, sorry, DuckTales they had done as uh, yeah. HD Remaster yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably just that. But interestingly enough, no Switch version announced. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't think there will be until the Switch actually has numbers they're looking for. It still has not sold the numbers they want. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's doing well. But how far away from their projection are they? I think they're probably on the projection. It's more the fact that they developers to make a, ga- a game for a console that only has 1.5 million install base means that every single person on that con- every single person that owns that console needs to buy that game to make money. That is not good odds. You want at least 10 to 15 million to make any money on the game. Fantasy Zone was the game I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And that was actually one of their uh, their mascots before Sonic. Like Bonk? No, Bonk was no Bonk. Was Bonk, Bonk was uh, the TurboGrafx, oh, what was, I believe. What was Sonic? Oh, Sega had um, the little guy from Fantasy Zone. I can't remember his name. Was it Fantasy Zone? It might be Fantasy Zone. Bonk like was, yeah, Bonk was. Um, and then they had um, Alex Kidd. Ah, oh, yeah, Alex Kidd. That's, it. that's what I was looking for. I knew there's a Kid version somewhere. Yeah. Bonk's dumb, so I thought it was that. Sega usually has dumb mascots like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words. Sonic Mania looks fun. Yeah, you think a lot of things are fun, Cody. And while you go and play your No Man's Sky, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'm go play some towards. Sanic the Horde Chag. Uh, yeah. Anyway. You, you and your Sonic Dreams collection have fun. Oh, that was a weird game, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever see that, Phil? Mm-hmm. That was a weird Weird, was, weird, that weird a, thing that, that speaks dream. volumes about 
the Sonic fandom. <laughs> that was a fever dream. <laughs> Moving on. I don't want to talk about this fever dream anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all the news I have. So, Phil, you want to talk about oh, some movies? Okay, absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to mention the Reservoir Dogs game. Oh, oh. right. Yeah. Before we talk about movies, yeah. classic movie yeah. getting made into a game. Isn't there already a Reservoir Dogs there game? Was. It was all there was. There was. It was on Xbox 360. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was there? Yeah, and it was terrible oh, yeah it was absolutely terrible I, but i remember being banned because you could torture people <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's oh, all i recall about it that's but they're doing it again yes yeah. okay. and it's actually fun it's actually it's weird because like this seems like a trend that's going on now because we got the um apocalypse now that's still yeah coming eventually. yeah yeah, yeah. that's a kickstarter um I actually got moved off of kickstarter now they're, okay they're funding it if you want to donate you have to go through their website yeah, yeah. Uh, no i just meant um, like it's, yeah yeah and then you had the friday the 13th which was kickstarter as well yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you have reservoir dogs which was just announced on friday yeah and it's actually sponsored by lionsgate so yeah, Lions I saw Gates that. Yeah, in, ta- in tandem with this uh, team out of Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, and so it's supposed to be in conjunction with like the 25th anniversary or whatever. Yeah, it it doesn't exist though. They're funding it. Uh, yeah, there's no Kickstarter for it. It's just a, it just is. No, no, I just mean it was an announcement. Like, it yeah, it was announced. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's a real game. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have it's a real game. Yeah. It's actually happened. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. They have a build ready. Oh yeah, what's it like? Um, kind of like Hitman Go, with the time mechanic. So kind of, it's kind of like. Did you ever play Hotline Miami? Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's like that, but each ca- character, the time mechanic works, so you basically move, you do the actions of one character, yeah. and then you rewind time, then do the actions of the other character, so you can kind of like time them so you can, you see it. You oh, that's a fun idea. Yeah, yeah, you, get yeah. The, you get the idea so it's of the for different heists, perspectives. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard. It's not an easy game. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of you like really Hotline Miami it. meets Grand Theft Auto Five almost. Yeah, but you have a to, t- bit. but you, the time mechanic works, so you'll rewind time. And then do what the new character is going to do. So basically, you say, okay, if I do th- that first movement where I go and then shoot that guy, yeah. the guy's going to come out behind me. So I'm going to make my other guy be here, for that. be here, and he'll be here to take that shot. So that's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Huh? So you have three characters, and you can kind of do the time mechanics, so you can kind of work through a heist as the three characters and try to make sure that they all are covering all bases. It looked really neat, and I liked the very simple kind of like cell shaded, very stark art style they had going on. It looks. I wouldn't call it stark. It's uh, it was like it was very very primary not, colors. I not even that. It's it's not. It, it just felt a little grittier. Yeah. Okay. With sure. with a very car- which is a very strange way of putting it, but it was kind of gritty with a little bit of a uh, cartoon yeah, art yeah. style to it. Hmm. Um, and it just it, it actually captured the feeling yeah. of the movie give you that. a little mm-hmm. bit better. And mm. yeah, no, it, it was ca- super. Ca- and you have to die. Yeah, it's the, the, mm-hmm. the only way you can actually get through most of the levels is by dying. And someone has times. to be killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you just have to rewind and kind of do it. Try to do yeah, it yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like it. It's actually yeah. really good for speed running. That's for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. How can I do this? And they said there yeah. are multiple ways to do each level. So yeah, you, yeah. They they know the base mechanics of how to do each level, but yeah. they said there's probably many ways you can do it. I like it a lot. It's yeah, a fun it's, idea. It's really neat. Yeah. And it kind of plays with that movie where you have different perspectives on what happened in that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And Tarantino in general does all the chrono- yeah. chronological jumping about. So Oh, makes Tarantino sense. dies in that movie, right? Fun way to do it. Uh, yeah, like, definitely. Right yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. He gets remember he gets like shot in the face. Yes. His face is covered in blood and yes. can't drive the car. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the game news I got. Sweet. All right. I figured that kind of is a good bridge between the two. I like it. Well, since you uh, ended with a game news story that was related to movies, I'll start with a movie news story Ooh. that's related to games. So here's a little synergy. A, there. Here's an interesting tidbit that I noticed just yesterday. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> Resident Evil: The Final Chapter 
that tanked really bad. Did it? Yeah, Shocking. it like made twenty four million dollars. Do, sorry, twenty. It, didn't the rest of them just like do gangbusters? Well, yeah, that's I'm gonna get to that. So it did twenty. It only made twenty six million dollars, which okay. is like would be considered low yeah. for like an opening weekend for yeah. most like uh, blockbusters of that yeah. scale. Um, and uh, it's pretty well done. However. Um, it just opened in China three weeks ago yeah. and is now like easily the highest grossing Resident Evil movie. What? It's made $300 million what? outside of North America. It made $80 million the first weekend in China. That's insane. It's gigantic. They're all like that. Like, I, like it, yeah. you look them up in there. I, I was looking them up and yeah, like the most one of those has ever made here is like 60. Yeah, yeah. But the last three have all made three hundred million. That's insane. And the Resident Evil movies have made like almost a billion and a half dollars at this point. So, so China doesn't care if a movie's bad. Care. Yeah, yeah. They and just... and Japan. They're always huge in Japan too, obviously. Like basically all yeah. of Asia. Like they they do decently everywhere yeah. in the world, but Asia they're huge. So, so it it's no longer lost money. No, it's the most successful. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, it's only going to start making more because I mean, it like ju- it, like it opened in Christmas in Japan. That was weird. like the big Christmas day release. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like against Star Wars, I guess. Weird. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, they just keep getting more and more money. So I got a feeling that that final chapter is going to be a lot like Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, <laughs> and be a halfway more point in yeah. the never-ending saga of, of Resident Evil. Anyway, I just thought that was weird, bizarre. Man bizarre and it had like a, such a huge drop off like laughable yeah. drop off and like it made 80 million dollars for a week in japan i think the next was like 16 or something like that just insane but anyway yeah they like and yeah that's the trend they keep making less in north america every time and more everywhere else that's weird it's so bizarre so the north american market's becoming less and less relevant is what you're trying to say well yeah, yeah. pretty much well and, and it just depends on what what the movies are yeah so wait are you suggesting that we're not the center of the universe? I know. It's weird, right? That we're not going to be catered I'm to? I'm confused. It's weird, right? But anyway, get ready for more of is that. Is that still a weird Canadian co-production, or is this one not at all? Um, I know the other two others were like German-Canadian co-productions. Yeah, well, they were shot here, so they were taking advantage of tax right. credit. I don't think this one was shot okay. here. So yeah. it's like just... It was the, yeah, the previous three had all been done here but i don't think this one was i don't think so i got a feeling that it was probably all like multinational asian conglomerates uh, that are paying for that at that's this fair. point yeah um but anywho yeah so i just thought that was a cool little tidbit that is all right pretty neat next up um oh yeah there uh, disney world released a video today showing that they're building two life-size uh, at-ats for their star wars uh, sections of sure. disney world um, I'm just excited about that. It's neat. And so I have nothing else to say about okay. that. It's as, just great. As it should it's just be. great for everybody. Um, I have, this was kind of a fun one. Um, yeah, so uh, Orson Welles uh, made a movie in the 70s and never completed called The Other Side of the Wind, but they shot all of it. Yeah. And he just never edited it before he passed away. And it's been in legal entanglement for like almost 50 years now. Yeah. And Netflix just bought it and they just shipped the footage. Um, it's been like the like a state of Orson Welles' ex-wife. Mm-hmm. It basically was holding it hostage in a bank vault. Weird. And like th- for the last five years, various different studios have been trying to negotiate with them, but they wouldn't pay enough. But uh, Netflix just pointed up the cash, and they shipped over all the footage. And there's going to be a new Orson Welles movie within the next two years. That's, That's so amazing. Weird. It's just so strange. Yeah. Who's editing it? 
Um, it's uh, Peter Bogdanovich is going to supervise it because okay. him and Orson Welles were buddies. Like Orson so, I mean, Welles, Orson Welles worked Lost. really tight with editing, so I know that he. Yeah, totally. Well, he um, yeah, he edited chun- edited chunks of it, and or and Peter Bogdanovich was in the movie. Okay. And at the time, he was actually Orson Welles was actually living in his house. That's weird. And uh, yeah, they had a very strange relationship, and he had our always he gave extensive notes to Peter Bogdanovich, okay, so and he knows what's supposed to happen. He was always supposed to be the guy to finish it. Okay. I think Orson Welles wanted this to come after he died. I don't think he intended it to be fifty years. <laughs> I think he wanted it to. Okay. Um, so anyway, that's just such a. It was so filmed excited. on thirty-five mil. Or? Yep. Okay. If it's a sixteen mil, it might not age well. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's well. I mean. Yeah, I mean, definitely you have to be concerned about the condition of the footage because it's just been sort of sitting in a vault. But I'd imagine since they this these you know estate viewed it as such a huge yeah. investment, they if took it was care just of it. Decaying so much. Yeah. Right. One would hope, but. Um, yeah, it's no, it's it's always sounded interesting, and it was like, yeah, it, it's kind of like about um, Peter Bogdanovich and Orson Welles' relationship. Weird. Like John Huston plays a famous old director who's living with essentially Peter Bogdanovich playing himself. Weird. Yeah. So it's like a satire of seventies Hollywood. That's so weird. I've always wanted to see it, and I can't wait. And now I will. Mm. Next up, um, Warner Brothers decided they're going to reboot The Matrix. Yeah, I was like, sure, but without the Wachowskis. Again, just, you know that? Sure. Just going to get that going. Um, I mean, The Matrix is such a big franchise. They and they were kind of went in weird directions with that movie. Yeah, I don't really understand the ending of that movie at all. Yeah, um, hey, you know what movie doesn't need a remake? What Matrix? I know, right? Eh, to be honest, I have no like. I don't find it a sacred property. So <coughs> they make a ma- we make no. it like, eh, here's whatever. the thing. It's not that it's a sacred property. It's that outside of the technical prowess mm-hmm. of the time, yeah, yeah. there's nothing to it. And but you're not going to recreate what they recreated. I'm going to throw it out there. They can use the universe that was created and build something interesting with it. I guess. And also, I don't care. Like, if they make the movie, it does well. Good. They don't. Yeah. I don't. I it's, just, it's a movie that they want to waste the money in making. It's yeah. just, Go for why it. Why can't yeah. they waste their money on something freaking original? Because who cares? <laughs> also, I'm sick the, the of Asian, it. The Asian market we just discussed, I'm mm. sure they'd love it. Yeah. I. This is something I can't imagine will actually happen. I think this is just like I thought the Wachowskis retained a lot of rights to the things they do. They do, but that was like their first major oh, okay. film, so they would have the deal that they struck uh, with Warner Brothers would have been very different. I know they are, they know they control all the weird things they do. Yeah, and I wager that they probably own like the characters, like they probably can't use like, like Neo, Neo yeah. or or Agent Morpheus. Smith or what have you. But uh, they definitely Warner Brothers has like the rights to the ma- the concept sure. of the Matrix. So so Owen and Agent Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they really can change anything. <laughs> definitely. With another weird woman in black leather, and it'll be fine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's going to happen, and uh, that more might happen. And then also, uh, Fox announced they're going to remake the remake of The Fly, which is so exciting. That seems weird. So exciting. So it's going to be a new Jeff Goldblum movie, but with no Jeff Goldblum? Pretty much. Can we get another guy that looks like Jeff Goldblum? Well, I mean, they already did that with The Fly 2 and proved that it's a horrible, <laughs> horrible idea. <laughs> um, but. Going anyway. back to uh, the Matrix, mm-hmm. didn't WB weren't they trying to acquire the rights for Attack on Titan? They're trying to do a lot of things. Um, I don't know, possibly. They were definitely trying to write, acquire the rights, but they probably have the rights, and now they're just—it's probably going to be like ten years before anything's made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies take a long time. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. totally. It's just—it's interesting that they're unless acquiring they really, all of these like unless they really want them out soon. If they want a movie out quickly, they can get a movie out quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And next up, uh, well, speaking of, of DC, uh, they're currently apparently uh, trying to get Matthew Vaughn to do the new Superman movie. I can't see that happening. 
I mean, he's apparently gone into meetings with them, and he and he's said a lot. He's done a lot of interviews where he's trashed Man of Steel and said that he and he, like talked about how he loves the character and well, hates what they did see with it. How big the pile of money is? Yeah, and as yeah. soon as it's big enough, he'll be like, yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, he's independently wealthy. Oh, is he? Oh yeah. No, he like the reason he got into the, mu- the movie industry is he self financed uh, uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoke, really? Snatch. Yeah, he's a rich kid. Why is he so much money? Um, the family money. Oh. It's just one of those like incredibly wealthy British families <laughs> that have fair. you Why know not? colonized the world and destroyed <laughs> people and made billions that so they kind of use passed it. down and now finance snatch. So, um, <clears throat> so I yeah. mean, I guess maybe oh, well, colonization mm-hmm. wasn't the worst thing. No, no, no if we got bad. snatch, we got out, snatch of out of it. Yeah, exactly. it's true. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so he, so yeah, he basically he doesn't have to. He only does movies when he wants to. Oh, fair enough. Um, like he actually developed uh, X Men: The Last Stand, and then when it became clear oh. that uh, that like he wasn't gonna have time to change it to what he wanted, and the studios had certain main demands, he quit the last minute, and that's, that's why Brett, Brett, Brett Ratner took over. Yeah. So anywho, but I've liked everything he's done so far that he's directed, and I think he's got a really great tone. And if he were to try and do a bright and colorful and weird uh, take on Superman, I'd be intrigued to see it. I just want what something they that's need not to moody. Do is just release that Tim Burton Superman. Mm-hmm. You mean the one that was never filmed? It was never filmed. Yeah, I thought they had parts of it filmed. Nope, they had like test screenings. Like so, they they, okay. had, they had like test here's photographs of Nick. Okay, so here's what you need to do. Costume. You need to call up Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Call up Tim Give Burton. him hair. Mm-hmm. He wears wigs all the time anyway, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's true. And you get that suit, and you just film it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nick Cage can pull off the Superman look anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't He's think a little Nick Cage. We're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think Nick Cage could have pulled off the Superman look in. 1990 whatever. He was fit in that time. Yeah. He's now gotten doughy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, like, like I loved that documentary about that, but I feel that that movie, but I feel like that movie's better to hear about in concept than it ever yeah. would have been to see. No, it would have been a train wreck. Yeah. It's a giant train wreck. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, what can you yeah, do? It would not have been good. I'm All right. It would have been Batman 1989, but with Superman. I don't think so. I think it would have been more <sighs> like the Planet of the Apes remake. Yeah, I feel that that true. Where I, I disagree. Like, Wouldn't it be with Johnny Depp and not Nick Cage? Yeah. It would make more sense. At this if point. it's a Tim Burton movie. It was supposed it to be to with be Nick Johnny Cage. But it's got to be with Johnny Depp. Um, At this point. Well, you just I make guess. him... Oh, no, Joker's already taken. Oh, I guess if they're going to do it now, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah it has to be Johnny Depp somewhere in there. Yeah, it would make sense. I was going to say, like, well, who else is the Riddler caked mm. up? Yeah, the Riddler doesn't, doesn't wear a lot of makeup, though. Mm. Yeah, Johnny Depp's not going to do you it. You do That's Brainiac. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, so uh, uh, Ben Affleck admitted this week that he had just got out of a alcohol treatment rehab I program. Sure. Okay. Um, which uh, I think explains why he had to uh, quit directing Batman yeah. Yeah. and everything. Um, so that's sad. Yeah, that's not good. Um, but it's good he got help. Yeah, it's good that he got help. Um, that explains that whole on again, off again thing with the project. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I can do it. Nope, I'm in rehab that week. Definitely. Um, which I get it. If I were starring in Batman and V Superman in two Justice League movies directed by Zack Snyder back to back to back, I'd probably drink heavily as well. So I understand where this is coming from. But it's a sad thing. And um, and also because Matthew Reeves, uh, who's been hired to direct the Batman, uh, has to finish up uh, his Planet of the Apes movie. Yep. They said that they that movie's basically on on hold. The project's basically on hold until August at the Earth. So it's not going to come out when it was intended. No. It's kind of, but on the plus side, it could end up being something completely different than what yes. it is right now. And I can go for that. Aren't they rewriting the script completely? 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I read a story on like Variety that they're rewriting the script completely. Totally. Yeah. Did they have, well, who was the villain that they had slated for that? Um, a Deathstroke. Deathstroke. That was yeah. It. Sure. He's definitely going to be in it anyway. Is de- isn't Deathstroke Will Smith? No, it's Deadshot. Oh, Deadshot. Dead yeah. yeah. Deathstroke's the one that has like weird he- superhuman powers. Yeah. Deathstroke's uh, like Deadpool without the jokes. So he's just like Deadpool was created as a parody of Deathstroke. So what's Deathstroke's skill? Just swords? He's just awesome at killing. Oh, okay. And he's a mercenary. Okay. And he wears I the same was, costume. I just thought it would be interesting to do like a, a Batman movie that was more of like uh, like sort of like a noir detective thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, uh, I always want to see Zaz as the main Isn't Zaz insane? Yeah, he's a serial killer who yeah. carves the number of people he kills him. Yeah, skin. yeah. I just don't think that he's compelling enough to be the main villain. No? He's He'd be good that, in, yeah. a mo- in a movie. They're te- Zaz is technically in Batman Begins. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yep. He is. Yep. Huh. It's not a big role, but yeah. he's there. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anywho. That happened. Yeah. So, and um, what else we got here? Um, oh, yeah. And then I guess there's a, li- uh, a last thing. That's a lot. Uh, oh, no. I get two things. Well, no. One, I'll shift over to the reviews. Okay. So, I have one thing. Okay. And then I'll stop rambling. Cool. Um, which is that uh, there's an interview with Frank Oz recently. I forget on what context. And they asked him if there was any chance of Yoda coming back. And he said that he's not contract- he's contractually obligated that he can't say anything either way, a- any way. So it sounds like that, yes, in fact, there will be an, some sort of Yoda in an upcoming Star Wars project sure. voiced by Frank Oz, which I'm excited about. He How? could. Well, I mean, well, I he, guess he could be like a he could space be a, ghost. Yeah, he could be a space ghost for sure. And he's maybe Yoda never yes. died. <laughs> and also, maybe Yoda didn't what is die. your superpower? Yeah. And also, uh, Yoda movie was one of the rumors for yeah. the uh, standalone, so they That's could fair. still be developing that. But uh, I just Yoda's my favorite Star Wars character. I don't really oh, want a movie of him yeah. though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he has an interesting backstory, but I don't want to see another like CGI fest. Do you want Yaddle? Mm-hmm. What? Do you want Yaddle in the movie? No. Yaddle is female Yoda. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I just think it's uh, it, it would end up being just like a big CGI mess. Yeah, it? yeah, it would totally yeah. not be. Uh, even then again, if it wasn't, it'd just be a giant Muppet movie. Yeah, which I'm, I'm <laughs> zero. Oh, yeah. I'd rather that like, I, I'd, I'd I'd that. That sounds like space see... dark crystal. Basically. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I hope they do it. Want to see some more Jim Henson stuff? Definitely. I'm so shocked that people actually want the Boba Fett movie. Yeah, totally. I'm all Boba Fett doesn't have a storyline. He's, well, tell me exact, something that's, about Boba Fett. Well, that's why it would be good. Is there? <laughs> cool you could invent all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but if there's open. a character who's like proven he doesn't deserve it, I mean, Boba Fett did like the least amount of things. <laughs> he <laughs> he just yeah, spell yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a it's a cool character, and yeah, no, that would be. He the has cool thing. armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and he has cool ship. Cool. Well, and he's a bounty hunter. Bounty hunters are bad. There were lots of bounty hunters. He was the most bounty hunter. Oh, wait, no, never mind. I was going to say, actually, no, he wasn't. What's her name? The one that trained him. She was a Jedi. Sure. What's her name? Oh, from the prequels? And see, I don't qualify. No, she wasn't from the prequels. She was in the um, the original trilogy. Was What? She was like a background character, but she was. Oh, well, then this is all made up. Yeah, who cares? This is fan fiction. Keep talking. I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Is that the last story? Yep. Okay. Commercial. Yeah. With, yeah. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do. I have a fixin'. Well, fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get five dollars off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes. Five. Bu- do five bucks. Five bucks. Five hey guys, bucks. can five I get in on this action? Oh yes, yeah. You can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? 
Go what to ComicBento.com and use the promo code CGMEG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa! Comic Bento. Get it now. And we're back. So anyone who's listening, if you guessed the character I was listening, or I was thinking of as Ara Singh. No one thought that. Mm-hmm. No one on earth. You were correct, and you win the prize. Go to your local comic shop to collect it. I'm not sure I, what I, prize I you're promising that. too much. Mm-hmm. I'm just making Go to your up. local comic shop and say, I know who trained Boba Fett. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they'll look and at you blankly and go, boom. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's you just, prize You, you right say there. that. Mm-hmm. You say, I won the prize from CGM. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, what is it? And you'll say, I know who trained Boba Fett. And I, I said it out loud. Really, the prize is and knowledge. And, mm-hmm. and, and, pride. And, and pride. You will get the same prize. That the people who are going to email me this weekend will get nothing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no intention of responding to these emails. Ha! That's what we call. I thought, I thought you just promised. Oh, the old me, switch up. You, you I feel like you're not actually going to get emails. I, I feel Probably like, not. But I mean, if someone I'll does, email you. if someone does email me, I will respond. Okay, I'll email you, and then you you'll feel good. Yeah, there you and go. I'll feel good, and everyone will feel good. It sounds until, pretty until special. Until the other people, yeah. until Reddit gets on them. Then. Yeah, mm-hmm. once Reddit finds out that I said no man's sky. What about 4chan? <laughs> See, I Think don't know. Think of how dark we can go down I don't this know what 4chan really, uh, what their views on no man's sky is. As doesn't matter. They just want a chance to email someone angrily. Mm-hmm. All I know is that 4chan are you ready it's for all scary the frogs? Mm-hmm. And, the frogs and not okay mm-hmm. and the people there are kind of mean sometimes sometimes, sometimes. and there's a lot of porn? like uh yeah there's a lot of porn yeah some of it legal some of it not yeah i i don't it's kind of a vile place yeah well you should go to a- 8chan there the the one that for people that think 4chan's too uptight <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's that's a dark hole there, there are should... parts of the internet that i do not wish not to explore me. guys this is the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. yeah we kind no, of... this is the world that's always existed it's just more visible now that's the thing those people have always been around now they're just mm-hmm. just out there well, there's that weird thing where the they... only new thing is bronies yeah <laughs> is even really, the... when you think about it <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the eighties, man. Little... Uh, oh yeah, really I, forgot, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that My Little Pony was around. Not, not a new thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not. There's no Brony Pride. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. That's new. Yeah, Brony Pride is definitely that's new. true. Yeah, but yeah, there were definitely Brones. I don't know that. I, I feel like this is a yeah. Dark, we should move dark, along. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Um. All right. Dark, you dark. you reviewed some movies. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do movie reviews. Well, I did we'll Trainspotting too, it. which I was so excited because Trainspotting is actually my favorite movie. It's a good movie. So I was incredibly excited slash nervous slash mostly excited, yeah, and right. I I ended up loving it. I was really pleased. Now, is it as good as the original Trainspotting? Obviously not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but um, it is at least uh. A movie that definitely sh- should have existed. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like Train Spotting, um, you know, there's a story, but there's not much of a plot. It's mostly just a series of events and character observations. So yeah, it's twenty, year, 20 years later, obviously, and uh, yeah, Renton's returning after having lived in Amsterdam after robbing his best friends, and you don't really know why at first, and meanwhile. Uh, Spud has been like in and out of relapsing on heroin ever since. Is currently in a very very dark suicidal place. A sick boy inherited a uh, pub from his aunt uh, in the middle of nowhere that he's now running. And also, he has a girlfriend who is a prostitute. And together, they film politicians 
uh, using her services and then blackmail them. As you should. So they got a good business going, and uh, and then and then Begley's still in prison as he has been for the last twenty years, but he's determined to get out specifically to kill Renton. So it's a good thing everybody's <laughs> back in town at the same time. So, um, what I really, uh, yeah, like the biggest hurdle with this was just sort of like what to do with a comeback. So like basically those general premises that I just described. That came from the sequel novel that Irving Welsh wrote about 10 years ago. Yeah. But beyond that, the movie's entirely its own different thing, which is good. Because the problem with the novel was what I was worried this movie would be, which was like one of those like sequel remakes. Where uh. like they come back, and then they just kind of do it all again. Whereas this is a much more like mature and interesting take on it than that. It is like, it's a movie that is, it's, yeah, the reason I compared it to Godfather 2 is that it's a movie that like very much like, comments on the text of the first movie or like before midnight or before sunset and uh there's it's like th- throughout there you see footage from the original movie there's constant visual allusions to the original movie there's a lot of callbacks but it's not it, it's all done in the name of nostalgia but in the name of commenting on nostalgia because okay. it's a movie about guys who like have aged out of their prime and they're like primary addiction now is just like looking back on their past and being nostalgic about it and it's about sort of like how that is as addictive and destructive as a nice solid drug habit which is an interesting concept and an interesting way to do a movie that's founded in that only exists because of 90s nostalgia yeah yeah. so that was quite nice it's also a really kind of interesting study of um you know the bizarre and uh uh, love-hate nature of friendships that go on for that long and um, it's about regret and loss and all these sort of dark, sad things, but much like how Trainspotting was a movie about uh, horribly desolate people in a horribly desolate place that was also incredibly exciting, incredibly fun, incredibly entertaining. This that So is yeah. the sequel. It's like, it's incredibly visually inventive. It's really, really funny. Um, the uh, the the swear words and slang are as fantastic as they were before there are the the way that they do callbacks and references are always very clever there's like there's a lot of toilets that are central to the movie without there being one particularly filthy toilet okay uh that sort of thing and um i really really loved it i think it's very sweet and warm and quite moving it's like i'm like i'm very curious to see how it does because essentially it seems to me like a movie that was designed for people that saw, for people that saw and loved Train Spotting, um, when, either when it when it came out and then aged twenty years mm. and now feel kind of sad about it and themselves, um, which is not a huge audience, but I'm in it and I loved nice. it. Yeah, and um, I, yeah, I hope it does well. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's a really interesting companion piece. Um, it definitely does not stand on its own. If you don't know Train Spotting, yeah. you're not going to get a hell of a lot out of it. But what they've done is really really good and i think if you like love train spotting and are even remotely interested i think there's now, now a lot let me ask love. you um yeah. if you were new to train spotting you just watched it like last week yeah would you get the same effect totally okay yeah you like don't I have th- to, you don't have to have that stretch of time to actually make it work i mean i think it's more it's definitely more emo- it becomes more emotional and personal okay. if you have had that stretch of time because then you're like jesus i've like i aged too this sucks <laughs> but um i think yeah in much in the same way that like well like with before like sunrise before sunset if like you'd seen before sunrise and eyes and then like all of a sudden before sunset kind of you're like oh this is weird okay mm-hmm. i'll try this that would that had its own effect but at the same time you can watch them all back to back to back now okay. and like you know it's photographed so you can see vi- you can visibly see how they aged right and that'll have the same effect i think it it will play best for people that love train spotting which makes sense because they're probably the only people that are going to care at this point <laughs> but um 
yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think even if, yeah, you didn't watch it in 1996, it would still work for you. But it would work better if you did. Um, so, yeah, that was great. Um, I also saw Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um, which I, I kind of felt the same way about it as I did the, like, Kenneth Branagh Cinderella movie. Yeah, okay. Which is that, like, it's, like, very well produced and mm. pretty, and, and but, it, like, it's exactly the same. It's exactly it's the scene same. scene for scene remake? Pretty much, except well, they've added some things, but it, like they don't really add anything other than running time. Like There are a couple new songs, but all I really got out of that was it made me notice how good the original songs were relative to these kind of crappy, forget- instantly forgettable songs. How were the singing performances? They were fine. Um, I thought uh, Emma, Emma Watson did quite well. Um, I did think uh, Ewan McGregor singing in a French accent doing Be Our Guest wasn't quite as good as the last <laughs> one. Yeah. And, um, but overall, yeah, they, I thought they did that quite well um it's um yeah no the stuff they added there's a lot of kind of dreary backstory that just designed to make it more serious that i didn't think really added much the one thing that i did appreciate they added was there are a couple scenes where like it explains why uh bell falls in love with the beast because in the cartoon it's basically just like i hate you you know what you're kind of okay Mm -hmm. i forget you threw that snowball at me and that's what i was looking for um so i mean that's a little that's nice but yeah, it just it felt like a very like pointless exercise to me. Okay, um, and I didn't like the CGI beast face. I understand that that's more expressive than makeup, but to me, it just looks like a big cartoon. Yeah, and I wish they'd done makeup instead because Chris Evans is a better perform- is a good performer, and Carly Gitta does something interesting with that. Yeah, I'm um, like he's good, and Emma Watson is good, and they both have a certain like sense of humor to it. But yeah, it just felt like a fairly fruitless exercise. Now that being said. Um, the two target audiences that are made for, which are people that are nostalgic about Beauty and the Beast and children that never saw the animated film, it'll work like gangbusters for them. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, like, I definitely, even as someone that wasn't, like, uh, obsessed with Beauty and the Beast, I did feel very nostalgic watching yeah, yeah. it. Um, and if I hadn't, and for kids that never saw it, they'll get a lot out of it. But really, I just don't see the point in, like, just making something live action yeah like i thought the jungle book did a really good balance of like taking all the things that were interesting about the animated film and then like creating something new with it right right and i would have liked a little more of that here i can understand why they wanted to play it safe because this is so iconic and i think it's gonna make a fortune right and it is well done i just at the end all i really got out of it was yeah i did really like that animated beauty and the beast i guess i should watch that yeah um and i guess that has a certain value that'll make people more interested in like if they just like released beauty and the beast from the disney vaults or whatever yeah they wouldn't make nearly the amount of money they're going to get off of this and versus now they'll like both make you know a billion dollars off of this and sell a bunch of old beauty and the beast merchandise they wouldn't have sold otherwise but it just seems pointless. Why don't they just do a new story? Ultimately, yeah. Well, or anything. They, they, have yeah. This, they have the tech that can they do this yeah. sort of movie. Yeah, yeah. Just do something new. It, something it, new. It, totally. Like, they, these feel as cynically constructed as, like, the old direct-to-video. Yeah. Like, the Return of Jafar or what have you. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, which were basically just designed for kids to be like, oh, my God, there's a new one. And then you watch it be like, huh. Oh. <laughs> Um, it's kind of all the characters that yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that, these basically feel like really expensive ones, of, versions of that. Yeah. I just feel like if they're going to keep doing this, I hope they push more in the direction of what happened with the Jungle Book versus. Yeah, I, I mean, the Jungle Book I thought was really well done. Cause it, yeah. it, it was the same basic characters, but yeah. they did a new story. Yeah. I don't like the ones that, like Cinderella, where it's just basically shot for shock remake of a cartoon yeah, done yeah. by live action. Like, why are we doing this? They could have done a lot of things with the Beauty and the Beast that they could have taken. 
and then in a more realistic tone that could have made it interesting kind yeah. of explored their relationship a bit better explored who Belle is because we didn't we just know she's kind of snobby mm-hmm. and then she's like gets Stockholm Syndrome and then the movie ends mm-hmm. well I mean they did introduce a uh, gay character yeah and that's super overstated as well was yeah. it yeah so how t- t- was it tacked on well uh, honestly all it really felt to me like was like like I mean like like what what's that character's name again? That's a Lefou. Lefou, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, he seems pretty gay in the first movie. <laughs> if you want to watch it that way, like he's clearly in love with Gaston. So this is just all that stuff. Plus, there's one like big dance sequence at the end where he starts dancing with a man. And it's literally for like two seconds, and there's not even and it's like not like they kiss or anything. Oh okay. So I, that was that honestly felt like it was cynically done for publicity to me. Oh. Cause like that feels uncomfortable. Yeah, cause like yeah, it is like slightly more explicit, but like it's honestly even less than you know when they made a big deal about it's not uh, genuine. Yeah, like when they made it, made a big deal of um, God, who's I'm just jerked to Kai's name character's name in Star Trek. Sulu. Sulu. Yeah, like when they made a big deal in the summer about Sulu being gay, and then there was just one throwaway kiss. This makes that yeah. seem dramatic. Like it's even less than that, and That's the fact that it's being banned from theaters from all this is just bizarre to me. Yeah. It's really bizarre. So, yeah, I didn't get that. There was also, they went out of their way to diversify the cast, which is nice, but it just felt, again, that felt tacked on, too. It was just like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. And I guess, like, you should throw it away if you want to yeah. do that, but it just did feel very much like it was like, we have to do someone this had a meeting, yeah. and they were like, this will be good, and so this is just how it's going to be. Yeah. And it felt, I felt odd, too. Um, so nothing. I guess it's baby steps, though. Like totally. You can't, you yeah. can't introduce a fully uh, homosexual character. I Especially don't, a male it, homosexual character. Is it necessary at this time to have baby steps? Baby steps are happening in the nineties. Well, no, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that um, that it should have been, or that it should or shouldn't have been. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you see the reaction out of a dance mm-hmm. uh, from people. Well, it wasn't even a reaction out of a dance. It was yeah, just it was, a reaction about an announcement was, saying yeah, that an, this was a thing. That was the yeah. problem. The publicity made it bigger than it is, and since yeah. it wasn't, it feels like a disproportionate. It, it feels well, yeah. It, feel, it feels my, like a little subtle thing they put in that's now become a marketing tactic. Yeah. And that, that, that I don't care gross. for. My yeah, fear that is for. that when uh, you do try to go in all the way, you end up getting offensive. And I mean, if they make it stereotypes, no, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a there's a difference between going all if in they and had making a, it yeah. like a stereotype. No, totally. Yeah. No, totally. Like I'm if, just scared. If Bell was Bow. Yeah. Then that's one thing. Yeah. Well, that's and I don't think. That's gonna happen anytime no, soon. No, definitely not. But I just mean, like, if you're gonna make it like that, that then I could understand publicizing it. Though, yeah. If it was like, so this is Bo and the Beast now. Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's new. But um, yeah, the way that they made such a big deal out of this would seem felt odd to me. Now, perhaps there was more that then got cut down after the controversy. Maybe. Because it does. Because the the thing of him dancing at the end was so quick. But I, I was like, really? I That's love it? the well, reaction been, from though? yeah. I love the reaction I mean, from people it, though. Like, well, a henchman is homosexual. Well, I they mean, don't exist. Well, I mean, it, without giving too much away, it happened in a context where there was a lot of people falling in love at once, and it, it was more explicit with other characters. It could have been more explicit with them That's if fair. they wanted it to be, but it wasn't. Supposed, yeah, the, that whole thing was just weird. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they made a big deal out of it. Yeah, it yeah, sells. It's. I I, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. It was a way of getting Beauty and the Beast publicized on BuzzFeed. I mean, at the end of the day, though, all yeah. they did was For sure. they 
angered the LGBT community because you took a character whose name is literally, it translates to the fool. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, sure, we'll make him gay. Mm-hmm. And then you angered the, like, I don't want to say the whole straight community. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only people that were actually, like, They'd completely angered okay the, with They angered the, the evangelical community. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people were saying that, like, I should be able to. And what was the quote? It was really weird. It was some one guy said, I shouldn't be able, if I can't. If, if I go to see a Disney movie, I should be comfortable if Jesus is sitting next to me. That was from a, a drive-in theater in Texas. Was that what? It, that's I right. I can't remember that's the name of the theater. Yeah. But it was right the now. weirdest statement. I was like, mm. and then they were showing. They made a movie <laughs> about Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were showing uh, a dog's purpose, which is about reincarnation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is yeah. as against the Bible. And totally and possible. Like, and, how and, do you make that? And, and they showed Little Mermaid fast. has Poseidon in it. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. Is it Neptune. Poseidon or Neptune? Neptune. Yeah. Oh, but it's probably, so and they're definitely they're showing the the, and they're definitely showing those Fast and Furious movies, which are more homoerotic than gay porn. Yeah, those are, those <laughs> so, are pretty. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. That's but that's what I'm talking about, though. Like that's you can't you can't go all in just yet. At least mm. this way, they've introduced that like, hey, maybe gay people exist in these. Yeah, but the thing is, it doesn't even feel like tokenism. It feels like a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my issue. Um, and again, like I said. It's entirely possible that there was more of this that got removed. Because Bill Condon, I'm not sure if he is the director. I'm not sure if he is himself gay, but he did make um, uh, the Gods and Monsters movie with Ian McKellen. Which oh, was yeah. Very, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, which was, uh, which w- was very much a, 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 po- a gay positive movie. Um, so, it's yeah, it's possible. It was just a little subtle touch that he put into it. Yeah. I don't know. But I... Then again, it could I be. I was shocked about the. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked that they announced it beforehand. Like it would be one thing if that movie came out and then someone was like, "Oh, hey, did you notice this?" And then it, then that became a like internet you story. Know, it's possible to manufacture it the way it's, they did. It's possible that it was just as it is now, mm-hmm. and Disney's like, "Ooh, we can market this." Yeah, yeah Buzzfeed yeah. loves this. Totally. It was just yeah, that was weird. Um, and then yeah, the very and then thought yeah, the Leaving for Beauty and the Beast because it's just kind of it's there. Yeah, it, it physically it, exists. I mean. Like if you're excited about the idea of a remake of the animated Beauty and the Beast, like you'll get I what honestly, you want. I it's honestly never said that in it. my life. I've never said I wish they had an animated. Pre- uh, no, a I know, definitely not. But you'll. This is going to make a fortune. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Like yeah, the, live the trailer action. got viewed more than Force Awakens. That's insane. That's weird. Give me that live People action Lion it. King with James Earl Jones coming back. It's mm-hmm. like I would watch that. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's happening. I'm yeah, excited. Doing it. I'm just saying I'd and watch it. And it's Favreau, that. yeah. And so I'm sure that again will have more it'll it'll be different, which yeah. is which Favreau is all did, I um, he did the, Jungle Book. That was that was awesome. Totally, yeah. yeah. So if he takes the same approach then I'm into it, but but yeah, they are basically weird. to be fair, they're basically just computer animated movies. Like the human character in the movie did nothing. Oh, that's the thing. They're yeah. like yeah, they're that, that's I mean like yeah, J- Jungle Book more so, but that's the weird thing about these being called live action remakes is that there's so C- much animation in them. They're basically CGI sitting in real locations. Yeah, totally. Like it's not that anyway. So anyway, that's that. Um, but it's not bad though. I'll say that. Um, but it's not great. Um, so anywho, there's that. And then the last thing I wanted to mention is for anyone that has Shudder, um, Ken Russell's The Devils was made was released I've heard of that, on yeah. it today. Which Ken Russell the Devil is an infamous uh, band film um, made in the early 70s um, based on a true story about um, well it's complicated but it's like the bare bones of it is it was about this one priest in a village who like the priest basically ran the village at that time and uh, he uh, went a little insane and uh, 
basically turned the village into like a, a big orgy to his benefit. Okay. And That's uh, a yeah, uh, yeah. And um, the uh, there were a, a group of nuns. One of whom was a hunchback and mentally ill, and she claimed that he was possessed by the devil. And so the um, the, the the church uh, crucified him. Oh, as you do, man. Yeah. That story just took me through. A whole bunch of different loops. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like the most basic stuff. There's even more weird things involved. Yeah, I am thinking it's that. going one way. You keep throwing curveballs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And, it's, and there's even more going what a on. Ride. There. And it's very bizarre and twisted. Yeah, Warner, Warner Brothers made it in the '70s and then uh, essentially like refused to release it. And it has not been commercial. It came out on VHS and has not been commercially available since. Um, oh, weird. In the in the late '90s, Mark Kermode, film critic, found. All this because even when it came out, it was heavily edited to Weird. get an X rating. Okay, that's yeah. that hardcore. Yeah, yeah. And um, what was the seventies? X didn't mean oh. like it was. X when, like, means like mild art. Yeah, it was when like uh, The Exorcist was X rated or mm. whatever. It was before like it became an exclusively porn rating. Um, so anywho, um, in the nineties, a film critic uh, found all the excise footage and they put together a director's cut and it aired once on television, the BBC. And Warner Brothers has it in the vault and it's completely restored, and they will not. I've never shown it since. They've allowed, I think, two or three like uh, educational screenings of it. Weird. And other than that, it just sits there, and it's just because it's so blasphemous. Yeah. And uh, the president of Warner Brothers is super Christian. Is he really? Yeah. Huh. Um, so uh, the fact that it's even available at all is kind of a is bizarre and fun. Now it is unfortunately uh, the X-rated version not the fully uncut version okay. um which is a bummer but it's, it's there a, at least you get to see it's it. at least available which it wasn't for a long time now it, ha- it has been uh, it and it's a longer version than was what was on itunes they put a version the r-rated us r-rated version on itunes so this one's about three minutes longer than that it's still missing about seven minutes of footage. Weird. Um, that you can basically only get through bootlegs. Um, do they exist? Do bootlegs in the movie exist? Oh yeah, definitely. It's a big thing. You'd see it like any time you're at, like a horror convention or anything like that. You can get them easily. Okay, so um, is it actually good quality bootlegs? Or are they really rough? Um, no, it's okay because it was a TV broadcast. Okay. Um, so it was. It wasn't like. It wasn't an HD broadcast, but it was still like a high quality digital, so, so you could it's watch it. only slightly lower quality than like a DVD. That's not bad. Um, but uh, anyway, this 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 will be a bunch prettier, and it's just a weird, strange thing that it's out at all. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to let listeners know if there's any horror fans. Like, I've, I'm shocked you haven't seen it, Brendan. You should I've check it out. It Do you have a Shutter account? No. Is it worth getting? Uh, it, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's like Netflix for horror, and they have a great library uh, for sure. Um, and what does it cost a month? I don't know. Fair. <laughs> Thank you for your recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we were not sponsored by Shutter. We'll reach out to Shutter and we'll get all that news for uh, everyone. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what I, I've um, I've had some. Uh, well, it's not working. I've had access. We'll put it that way. But um, I, I just have not. Uh, your press. I haven't gotten an account my account. So yeah, exactly. But uh, any yeah, this is a really good service, and um, particularly by the virtue of the fact that the Devils is available through it, I that's totally awesome. recommend it. You you get a big kick out of it. I would I would love to watch it. Definitely, cool. it's really good. Uh, and that's that. Cool. You played anything? Nope. So I already talked about what I've been playing. Um, I played a lot of. Th- we were already at like sixty minutes. Yeah. So, so I mm-hmm. played Breath of the Wild. I'm Satsuna. I'm going to start playing Vikings, Wolves, and Midgard, but I can't talk about that right now. So No, and you, you still have to write your review of um, that game. What game? I'm Satuna. It is written. Is it? Yeah, we yeah. just haven't posted it yet. Okay. So I'm Satuna. It's written. I liked it. 
at time Satuna. I had talked about it last week. At time Satuna, I gave it a nine out of ten when it came out. I gave it a nine out of ten now. It's you the same can, game. It's the exact same game except it's on the Switch All and right. you can take it with you. That's neat, I guess. Which is cool because it doesn't drain the battery, and I like that. And I'm Satuna's fan friggin' tastic. And if yeah. you haven't played it and you like JRPGs, do yourself a favor, purchase it, play it. I'd recommend it on the Switch because you have the ability to take it out with you. Yeah. And then, like it has that kind of aesthetic and style where um, you can you can play it on the go. It has that like uh, briefly default almost kind of aesthetic to it. So it's it, it feels Very like it should have been watercolor style. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it feels like it should have been on the 3DS all along. Yeah, yeah. That was something that I said. I believe Lisa, we talked about it before. I said this would have been great on the 3DS or yeah. Vita or something. Whereas yeah. I was just really happy to have something that was like a 3DS JRPG. Yeah, you're just like, oh my god, it's Chrono Trigger. Yeah, <laughs> I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. That's oversimplifying it. You you actually did some pretty uh, in-depth analysis of it. But with that being said, I don't think anyone's really playing anything right now. Is that um, Brendan and I played a bunch. Yeah, but we, we, it's already I, like 60 minutes. We yeah. want to dig into packs now. Yeah, we'll have to save that one. All right, for a day that I'm not here. <laughs> so, <laughs> is there Thanks like guys. do you want to? Well, we talked about Reservoir Dogs. Was yeah. there one or any other like single standout uh, title that you guys want to talk I, about? I got to play the Bethesda line, so I got to see Quake Champions, which I just wrote the preview of. Cool. And do you like Quake? Yep. It's I that mean, I did like 15 that. years ago or whatever. It's that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you like using like rocket launchers to jump in places? I, you know, I did. Then, do you like quad damage? Mm-hmm. Then you'll love Quake. Fantastic. It's that again. Uh, cool. Also played the new character for Diablo Three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Necromancer. Nice. It's good. Awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How how good was it? Mm-hmm. It was. It, it's it's another character. It's, if do you like the Diablo Three Necro? Do you like Diablo Two Necromancer? It's that, but improved Diablo Three. Jeez, you sound like you're a paid review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God. Did you know companies what? pay people for reviews mm-hmm. at times, possibly with swag or other goods and services? Mm-hmm. I bet you, Lisa. Was there anything that jumped out at you? Uh, I got to play. Um, the Gladiolus uh, expand DLC from uh, uh, Final Fantasy 15. And okay, cool. Super fun. Nice. Uh, really like the mechanics because um, there was a major. You can you can actually see the gameplay uh, up on CG Mag Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see for yourself what the gameplay is like. But they they had to make an uh, so that uh, what was it the teleporting thing? What was that called fast travel? No, 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 oh. no. I don't know. During battles. Oh, where oh, you throw the sword? The, and where you throw the sword and you have to teleport. They well, had to The sword accommod- throwing teleport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to accommodate that for that, and they had to accommodate for the, the link skills as well. Mm. So uh, <coughs> they did that in a pretty nifty way in, in the game, because so, you're playing as just one character and no other yeah. characters are joining with you. So um, it made the gameplay really fun um, cool. and powerful, which I really enjoyed. So you can check it that out on cgmagonline.com. Is, is that your gameplay? That's my gameplay. Ooh. Yeah, you can tell it's my gameplay because there was one part. You'll see. Just look for this. There's one part I couldn't quite figure out, so I stand there for a little while trying to figure it out. It's awesome. I'm a good that's gamer. <laughs> good game player. Yeah, yeah, that's the fun thing is when you do stuff like that, people are like, he doesn't know what he's doing. It's like, well, no, maybe I'm playing in an office and someone <laughs> stopped no, me. No, it's more like playing <laughs> in a room with a bunch of people standing around you and you get really nervous that you're not at. I, I, well, I think don't I you know good. games media sucks at video games? That's the that's the yeah. scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. How do we even get paid for what we do? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a little bitter. We're, I've been spending pay, some time on Reddit recently. <laughs> 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 um, anyway. Imagine if you're on a 4 Imagine what you'd get told there. I feel like it would be that, but with child porn. Ew. <laughs> you know 4chan. Can, can I take that this in a different 4chan. direction? 
Can I take Go, this? Go, yeah. Because I'm time to, well, let's not talk anymore about 4chan. <laughs> Please. What so we just had a, we had news release today on, uh, on the magazine, uh, on the website, about Victor Vran and oh, yeah. the new port to console. Uh-huh. And what you guys didn't talk about was what the new expansion is, and that is a Motorhead Lemmy tribute actually built in conjunction with uh, Lemmy. He had some input on it before he died. Um, and Lloyd uh, Kaufman from the tra- uh, Troma film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who had did a whole thing with um, the level design and actually voices one of the characters oh, in it. Cool. And it's just a really fun gameplay experience. Uh, highly recommend it when it... We're, we'll follow it, and so when it comes out, we'll let you guys know about it, but it, I had a great time playing it. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, saw a million other things, but we'll talk about that another time. All right. <laughs> and with that... Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, listening. listening. Yeah, they were listening. They weren't watching. Uh, for more content like this, don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com. We also have a YouTube channel at cgmagonline. You can follow us on Twitter at cgmagonline. You can follow me at Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. B4 26. And Phil. At that Phil Brown. And Lisa. At Lisa Awesome with no ease. <laughs> and <laughs> with that, we will see you next week. Oh, also, we have a magazine. Go get the magazine. You can find it on Magster, Pocket Mags, and your local... Uh, chapters are in to go, yeah. and maybe some other places. The artwork like that. on the cover this month is stunning, by the way. It go to your, yeah. go to your library and ask for CG Magazine. And if you don't, if they don't have it, demand it. Yeah, well, well, because what happens is you, if you ask for it, they'll request it. Mm-hmm. So just go and request it, and we will see what we can do. And with that, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye.